This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Welcome to I Work For Him. You know, Jim, it's um, so exciting when we hear from our listeners. And so I just want to thank those that have reached out to us in so many different forms. And I'm blown away by people all over the world literally joining the I Work For Him Nation, sending emails and saying, you know, I have been challenged now to pray for my coworkers, my employee, my boss, um, whoever it might be that I've never prayed for them before and what a difference it's making in their lives. And so I just want to thank those that have contacted us and reached out and encourage those that haven't yet taken that step to join the I Work For Him Nation to do so now. And they can go to our website, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com. And a shout out to our latest I Work For Him Nation member joined from our Hampton Roads area of Virginia, Betty Bass. Thank you for joining the nation. Thanks for standing up there in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. I believe you're our first or second person from our new listenership area to join us. So we're so very, very thankful. (laughs) But we do want to hear from you just Contact us on our website, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com. Charisma Leader Magazine. It's a resource for the Christ follower in the marketplace. Fantastic articles with great content. Actually, it's not just for people in the marketplace. Because like the, head, the, the cover of this latest magazine is mobilizing moms. And sometimes moms aren't out of the marketplace, but they work work really, really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, fantastic articles every time with great content that will inspire you to be the best you can be in any position that you hold. This spring issue features three faith and work ministries. Danita Bai with Millennials Matter. The ministry of She Works His Way, which we haven't had on the air yet. We got to do that, Martha. We got to we we'll get work that. on that. And of course, a story, not of course, but really cool, a story about I work for him. I'd encourage you to get a copy today at charismamag.com, charismamag.com. Join us to talk about the mission of Charisma. Joining us to talk about the mission of the Charisma Leader Magazine is Dr. Steve Green. He's the publisher and executive editor of the Charisma Media Group and executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network, which we have got to become part of. His latest book is Love Leads, and we're going to talk all about all of this on the show today. New resources for our I Work For Him audience. Dr. Steve Green, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, thank you, Jim. It's an honor to be on your show. I've been impressed with you from afar, literally afar, and just honored to be able to spend some time with both of you and Martha. Uh, thank you very much. And it's not that far. We're just on I-4. So, you know, the, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought you were in the Northeast. No, no. Wow. No, we were, were just, last week. We were last week. Yeah, just kind of depends, okay. on, depends well, on what we Next week, we'll be in Dallas. So, okay. But it, what's really cool, so we're, not, we're talking with Dr. Steve Green. Now, it's not the singer, Steve Green. It's not the guy that runs Hobby Lobby, Steve Green. It's no. Dr. Steve Green. But you got one of those famous names. Has anybody ever asked you to stand up and sing? Yes, some very unfortunate stories to tell you there, Jim. <laughs> in my own church, they put up, because uh, I do sing, I've led worship for a lot of years. Oh, that's good. Past that time, but they happened to put my name up on the reader board that faced a pretty busy highway. Church got very big. It, it was huge. <laughs> there were people out in the lobby. Nobody could figure out what was going on. And then I got up there to sing, and everybody figured it out. When people started bailing out, and, <laughs> and they said, oh, it's not that Steve Green. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that a true story? Oh. Is that a true story? It is a true story. It happened to me. Oh, that's and harsh it, and it sad. It put but a big dent in my ability to ever want to sing again. Oh. Did they take the offering, though, before you started to sing? Because that would have been a better choice. It, that, that, there was no wisdom applied there. They should have done that, but they didn't. <laughs> Oh, well, we are so grateful to have you on the air with us today. And one of the things that we always make a point to do with new guests that come on the show is give our listeners a little glimpse into your life. And we love to do that through you sharing how you became a follower of Jesus Christ. Well, thanks, Martha. I'm glad you asked. I, get, I, I don't think I've been asked that question one time, probably in 20, 30 years. And certainly not in this job. No one's really asked hmm. for that essence of, of uh, testimony. But I will just tell you that I had a praying grandmother that was a Lois to me. And I was lived in, lived in a home that were not Christians. We didn't go to church. Uh, in fact, I was forbidden to go. I remember, you know, a lot of kids sneak out of the house, go out and party on Friday night or Saturday. I literally snuck out of the house on a Sunday morning to go to church with my grandmother and got in a lot of trouble for it. And you can imagine how that went for me. But my, my Lois kept praying for me. And I was part of the charismatic movement back in the 1970s when I was saved. I was still the Holy Spirit at the same time, radically saved, radically filled. And things just began to change my life. I'd been married. We got married at 19 years old, still married to the same woman 47 years ago. Mm. And Jesus has been the center of our life from the time we met. In fact, my first job uh, in Christianity was with Bob Harrington on Bourbon Street in New Orleans, the chaplain of Bourbon Street. That was my beginning ministry, handing out tracts, hand-to-hand combat, uh, working with people that were there on Bourbon Street visiting, and, and not the drunks, not the just people down there having fun. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got my start, and that's really what I think were the essence of ministry formed in my heart. You know, so I love, it's amazing to me how many people, their story starts in a one similar way, and that is with a praying grandmother. <laughs> and I, That's there is something. so much power in that. And so I just want to encourage our listeners that might be listening that feel like they have no in with their family, that they don't have a say with their grandkids, mm. or or they've been cut off maybe even. But the power of the prayers of praying grandparents yeah. um, are often are um, just, they show the fruit, but maybe not in the time that they want it to be shown in. And so I just want to encourage people, don't give up, yeah. because you are one of those examples of a of a praying grandmother I, and what a difference that made. I bet it's life. come up four times in the last month. I, I, I know one, oh, of our, one of our listeners in Jacksonville wrote a book about his grandma who led him to the Lord, and he called her Big Mama. I mean, it's just, mm. uh, just amazing the power of her. And really, Martha, we got four grandchildren. We better be praying. Oh, we do. Well, can Every we do day. better than that? Yes, sir. I, I teach a leadership program based on my book that we use in homes that why do I have to depend on my grandmother? I'm so thankful the Lord gave me a grandmother to yeah. pray for me, or I don't know where I would be. Mm-hmm. But what about praying parents? You know, mm-hmm. that we can get so much more involved in the lives of our kids with a, that prayer life. It's so important. And I'm not going to preach here, but I'm going to tell you I want to. Because it was because of my grandmother that I was able to make it. I may not have had her. What would have happened then? Yeah, for sure. And I do want to, I mean, we pray daily by name I'm for sure. all of our, our children and grandchildren. And <laughs> they don't stand a chance. <laughs> yes, they've, they been, do. they've been prayed for. Their spouse has been prayed for for decades. Amen. Right. And the one, the one child we have without a spouse, that spouse has been prayed for for decades, too. I can't wait to meet him. All right. So, Dr. Steve Green, as you 
I just want to know, at what point in time did you realize the connection between your faith and your work? So you started off preaching on Bourbon Street, but a lot of people have a, the big disconnect between the, the between following Jesus and going to work on Monday morning. How did you make that connection to know that those are supposed to be intricately connected? I was I was there, but I wasn't there, Jim. It's a great question and another one that I've never been asked. But what I found is that I was doing work, and I was I was a graduate in marketing, got an MBA and a PhD in marketing, ended up teaching as a college professor. And, of course, you don't bring that into the classroom with you in secular universities, like where I was teaching and teaching a marketing subject. You know, I had to be very careful to be marketplace-oriented and, and not be kingdom-oriented in the classroom. So it was a battle. It was, it, it was difficult to live the life, to model the life, but very difficult to talk about it the way I would do on Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. So there was a place at which I got a lot older. Now, you know, I was doing all the right things when I was younger, raising a family. We we're in church. We we're busy preaching, doing all the things you'd expect me to have done. But there was a time in which I said, I understood the difference between success and significance. You read halftime. I, you read halftime, didn't you? So, no, I didn't. You didn't? That's that's no. what that book's all about. You said the you said but, the key but God words. resonated in wow. it. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, but, sorry. But I got there, and I don't want to interrupt you because you've got a lot more to say than I do. No, no, but no. <laughs> I I was invited to go to Zimbabwe, uh, not as a mission, but to go speak uh, on entrepreneurship, starting your own business, and teach those Africans as much as we could about starting your own business. And that's the auspices in which I traveled, and then I spoke to 25,000 people a day. Oh, my. And I learned that that was significant, but it wasn't all that successful the way you and I would count a seminar to be successful, that I saw lives change, and it changed my life. And everybody said that, oh, you'll never be the same when you come back from Africa, and I was never the same, and not the same. We got Dr. Steve Green on today, and he is the leader of Charisma Media Group. He's got so many different facets, but let's talk about Charisma Podcast Network, Charisma Leader Magazine. You got to check it out online, charismamag.com, charismamag.com. Dr. Steve Green, talk to us about these. You got all these different pieces of Charisma Media Group. What are they? How do people engage with you guys? The magazine itself is 43 years old. Charisma Magazine started back in that time when someone needed to cover the charismatic movement. And that's what Steve Strang, Steve and Joy Strang did when they started this magazine. And now as media has changed and evolved, we're, uh, we went into digital, and now we're into podcasting. So we've got some other things up our sleeves, some new ways. What we have found is our audience is insatiable. They want more, more books, more content, more to listen to, more to look at with video. It doesn't matter what we put out. Our audience is there, and they'll consume it. Now, your audience isn't just strictly charismatic. I know that for a fact. So, I mean, at what point in time did you realize that you were bridging across just all of Christianity? Because really, you're touching the lives of so many that are not labeled. They just want to be Jesus followers. Yeah, there's no label. I mean, it's just people who love Jesus Mm -hmm. and want to follow him, want to follow him closer. And so we, we cover the news with a spiritual slant. That's what we're known for. And we're going to cover any news story, including political, but we're going to find what God's saying in that story. What is it that we take away spiritually? So one of the things that you guys do that I want to highlight for a moment is your magazine, and specifically Charisma Leader, which you've just recently gone through a rebranding of that. Let's talk about that magazine a little bit, because one of the things that we believe we have a lot of people that lead 
that listen to our show on a daily basis. So um, tell us about the magazine and why it would be of interest to them. Okay, first, Ministry Today, many of your listeners will know it. Mm -hmm. It was out there for many, many years as a monthly magazine. We went to a quarterly magazine on leadership, basically because we believe there's so many, there's a, a real shortage of leadership content. Yeah, There's not near enough. There's several magazines that are not being printed anymore. And, you know, you've got HBR, the Harvard Business Review, and maybe one other. And we believe that we can write spiritual leadership stories. In fact, I'm looking at a good one on page 52 of our magazine by I Work For Him. And it's a, <laughs> it is a, a lesson in leadership. And and anytime someone picks up this magazine, they're going to see marketplace leadership, kingdom leadership, a spiritual side to how to lead a team. Excellent. And we've so, got a couple of copies to give away of the latest Charisma Leader magazine. You could call the listener line at 866-713-9675, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. Leave us a message. We'll even autograph our section. How about that? We've never had to do that before. Or maybe before. we'll draw mustaches on ourselves. Yeah, maybe. I that's don't what, know. That's <laughs> what Martha will draw a mustache on me because she won't let me grow one. So, okay. All right. So, Dr. Steve Green, let's talk about your podcast network. You mentioned that you've got quite a bit of following there. What are you doing with the Charisma Podcast Network? Okay, I want to first give you the site where they can find us, cpnshows.com. And we've got a wide variety of podcasts from news-oriented. My show is Leadership, and I do interviews like you're doing now with writers, authors, spiritual people. And we've got young shows, medium shows, older shows. And basically, we try to put content up that people want to listen to on their phones while they're in the car, away from their desktop. It's the kind of thing they can listen to in 15-minute soundbite or maybe even a 30-minute show like my tends to get. But what we find is that, we, again, I told you, what we'll have about 100,000 downloads this month on my show. Our Charisma News show will have somewhere around 300,000 downloads. Wow. People love to listen to Christian news. So we're going that direction as well, sir. So let me ask a question on the news, just so people that would be inqu- inqu- you know, inquisitive of this. Are you covering news from a Christian perspective, or are you yes. telling what's happening in, the, in just Christianity? So it's more of the current events, but from a biblical perspective or a, a different perspective? A kingdom perspective. It's not all. It's more or less spiritual current events. Some of them okay. are there are stories that would be of interest to Christians with the spiritual side of it. Okay. And and we, we like to say we tell one story well told, one good story well told. Oh. So we focus on storytelling about the news, not in an anchor delivery type of way, but in a storyteller way, mm-hmm. where the insight comes out, the spiritual side of it is there for our listeners. So I can imagine that that's the kind of thing where when people watch the regular news and they say, you know, there's never anything good on the news, what you're covering is that, that good. I think it's good. It's also some real stuff. Sure. But we're still going to find God in it. We're going to find what Jesus is saying to us in it and how we can lead through it. But I think the essence of of the podcast network is to tell really God's side of every story. What's good about it? All right, so this is a leadership magazine, Charisma Leader. People can find out more about it online, charismamag.com, charismamag.com. The spring 2019 issue, this is what people are going to be like, but okay, you said this about leadership, but there's a mom on the front. And mobilizing moms, it's Mandy Ariato helps families thrive through MOPS International. Now, most moms don't feel that they're leaders. How, how do you they help them out? They some classes. 
They need a few <laughs> classes in it, don't they? Because they lead every day. They do. That's if, right. If a mom isn't leading, we've got a problem. Mm-hmm. And it's in more than Houston. You know, it, it's the issue that there's some some mothers that know it and get it in, intuitively yeah. that their job is to lead those children yes. to do everything that she can while well, she works all day. And most us face it most moms today have three or four jobs mm-hmm. they come home from work and then they've got another job and another job and you know they get help from husbands that the, the home today is so challenged to have right time priorities so leadership principles really do apply in every way to the home they sure do and i think what yeah, really the, the wonderful thing is that you're highlighting that and you're making it um front cover news because i yes, think ma'am. a lot of women feel diminished it's almost like the more jobs we're holding, the more diminished we might feel. And, and rather, it's the other way around. And um, we have a very good friend who says, you know, as long as you are leading one other person, you are a leader. And we uh-huh. need to be we need to equip ourselves to be the best leader possibly for the kingdom in whatever workplace we might find ourselves. So this is a great resource to help do that. We want to encourage our listeners to um, connect, to subscribe, to get it for themselves, and also cpnshows.com. I think that there's a lot of great content there that people might um, want to subscribe for as well. So the magazine at charismamag.com, charismamag.com, and then the podcast with all kinds of content out there, cpnshows.com. All right, Dr. Green, every day you're leading there at Charisma Media Group. How many employees do you guys have? Around 50 right now, just that are in the building. Okay, so 50 people, that's a lot of people, so you can't have direct contact with all those people. You're not directly leading all of them. you got sub-leaders. How are you making sure that the culture is kingdom-focused, selflessly driven, servant leadership where people are operating with excellence? How do you, how do you get that done every day? Well, many of us have worked under so-called servant leaders that are still tyrannical, right? You know, they just call themselves a servant leader, but they, they're not serving. <laughs> So we've really got to be held accountable. We've got to be transparent. So we start our week with a devotion. We we have a some people call it. A, you know, we worship and we sing and we teach for about twenty minutes. And then the highlight of the week in my life is that I get to teach seminars about three times a week. I work with my department heads. I work with the editorial staff. Work with the podcast staff, and then with our sales team, of course, our marketing team. So. There's a lot of training going on, Jim. If you look at my book, and there's some things that will come up later, that's the issue. That's what we're looking for, is opportunities to train more. Mm, that's great. So let's talk about your book, because I, I just, and we're going to go to break pretty soon, but let's at least introduce it. Uh, the name of your book is Love Leads, and underneath it's love is written over the top of the word strength by Dr. Yeah. Steve Green. So um, tell us a little bit more about the book before we go to break. Well, first of all, it's on sale at Amazon. Amazon's got a real low price on it right oh, now good deal. for Kindle. But that doesn't matter to me. Here's what matters, is that people understand that because I love my team doesn't mean that I'm not going to be tough on standards. My whole philosophy is tough on standards, soft on people. Oh, that's very good. Tough on standards, soft on people. What's that look like? Give me practical. Okay, this is what I expect. If you, if you don't reach our standards, we're going to chat. We're going to coach. We're going to find out what needs to happen for you to come up to standards. Now, what can I do to help you? How can I pray for you? But Jesus corrected. Mm-hmm. There was no question that he had a correcting leadership style, but he loved after. He, he said to his own disciples, after they had messed up three or four times, he said, 
Okay, he corrected him, and he said, now let's go to the next village. He loved him, corrected him, and moved on. Loved him, corrected him, and moved on. And, and he did, and he loved him so well. I mean, people yes. people knew that even though Jesus was whacking him upside the head with a two-by-four, that he mm-hmm. loved him while he was doing yeah, it. Yeah, he did. Uh, yes, and they knew it. See, that's the first clue. The people you lead know it. We're talking today about Charisma Media Group. So many different pieces, but Charisma Magazine, I work for him, had the privilege of being highlighted in the spring 2019 issue of Charisma Magazine. We want to give away a copy today. It's a great article, just a story about us and our story. And we throw in a little bit about my kidney story in there. Um, Not me. I don't have a kidney problem. I gave one away. Not a problem, kidney, but I gave away a kidney. 866-713-9675. 866-713-9675. Call and leave Martha a message, and we'll give away a copy of that magazine or two today. So we're talking with Dr. Steve Green. He's the guy in charge of the whole Charisma Media Group. He's got 50 people there. We're asking him tough questions, but we want to talk to him. He just released this book just a little while ago called Love Leads. On the back of the book, it says, If God is love and I have not love, how then shall I lead? And this is a whole new idea, Dr. Steve Green, that love should flow from leadership because in the 50s in the 60s in the 70s in the 80s in the 90s there wasn't anybody saying hey the best way to get the best out of your people was to love the living daylights out of them (laughs) yep (laughs) you're right that's exactly the truth in fact i've had pastors tell me see this book's not going to sell pastors don't want to do this we're talking about pastoral leadership. <laughs> that is so true. They, they don't believe that they can move people this way. And yet they preach a Bible in which the leader moves people that way. Mm-hmm. He didn't move people by chewing them out. He set standards for them. He was the best question asker oh, that I've ever known as, in, as a leader. Leaders ask questions. Managers make statements. Oh, oh, another let's, great let's say that another again. great soundbite by Doctor Steve Green. <laughs> That's for you. A, a tweetable tweet right here. Leader, say that again. Yes, sir. Leaders ask questions. Tell me more. What happened? Explain this to me. That those are questions. Managers tell. They're making statements. Do this. Do that. Jump over here, and giving direct orders. Kind of Barney Five versus Andy Griffith. Mm-hmm. My, you know, Andy was asking questions and cared about people. He got his way done, but Barney tried to push people with positional authority to show. He showed him his badge and his one bullet in his pocket to, to show his authority. Andy didn't need it. He had inherent authority by who he was and how he lived. Now, many and people way, don't yeah, even I know because they haven't watched all 283 episodes of Andy Griffith's show twice, like twice. I have. <laughs> twice. I watched them all, at least twice, the whole yes, thing. I, I, I sit there with you and watch them all again. Oh, yeah. Somebody the other day had the whistle on as their ringtone on the phone, and I said, I can't believe Jim isn't using that. That's right. Here we go. I know we should. Yes, we should. All right. So I, 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 I helped us digress. Um, okay. Leaders ask questions. Managers tell. Okay. So let's just say that you've got Sue working for you there at Charisma Media yeah. Group. And I call Sue and I say, Sue, how's Dr. Steve Green doing? Loving you as an employee of the, of the organization. What's she going to tell me? I think she's going to say models it every day. And, and I hope that doesn't sound like brag. Mm-mm. But if I don't have that, then they're kidding me because I ask. I'm asking them, I feel, do you feel well led? Do you know what's expected of you? Do you know how we're going to get there? Do you know our plan? Again, I'm going to ask questions. 
I, I'm not going to order anyone to be happy here or to, to say that I'm a love leader. But when you write a book like this, you know who I was afraid of the most? I wrote it and published it since I've been here at Charisma. I was scared to death to walk into my next department head meeting and say, here's my book. Tell me how I'm doing. Do I live this book? Mm-hmm. And I, I got the right answers that I was looking for, obviously. But I think it's because I model it and I don't back up. And I still expect results. I, I've got to deliver results to the owners. But, you know, right? don't, and don't you, find, yes, you do. don't you find, though, that people um, really respond well to that when they know you want excellence, but they're going to love mm-hmm. you to that? So We do not back down on excellence, Mom. We don't, we don't cut any corners. And I, I work harder. I work more hours than any of them. And they know that because I, I want to, and I'm led by God to do it, and strengthened by God to do it, mm-hmm. but I never expect anything out of them other than what they can do, as long as it leads to excellence. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but then, okay, but you just said you were married 47 years. Yeah. And you worked more than all of your people. How <laughs> does it, so there you go, I, I told you I'd ask you this question, but now you just stepped right into it. How do I you know. keep your work from becoming an obsession and interfering with your marriage? And before well, your I, family, I mean, how do you protect your marriage, which is a sacred covenant, from your work destroying your marriage? You're, you're minding my business now, brother. Yes, you're <laughs> right. I, I get up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I leave the house at a time when she doesn't know I'm gone. Doesn't miss me. I leave the building typically 5 to 6 o'clock, no later than 6, usually trying to be out by 5.30. So that I'm, I get my 12 hours. I believe a good day for a leader is 12 hours. I get my 12 in, and she doesn't know me as working for any more than 8 to 5. I try not to work weekends. Sometimes we do. We always have Sabbath day together. We play golf together every weekend. I don't do anything without her on a weekend. That's how I balance it. Mm. So those are some those are some really good ways, um, I imagine, that as you model that your wife is important to you, your employees are seeing that as well. They see her. They know her in, in my home. They know her and who she is and that she's okay with my lifestyle. So, okay. So that's great that you're telling everybody that your marriage is important to you. How do you make sure your employees know that their family, their marriages are more important than their jobs? That's good because I teach that. Mm. I, I, I'm very clear that modeling me doesn't mean you work my hours. It means that you keep your balance. I, I talked that the balance statement to me is a seesaw. There's times when that seesaw is down, family wins. There's times when work wins. It, it doesn't have to be evenly flat right. every week of every year. But never we're going to get we're going to get out of balance. But I've got somebody called the Lord and the, the Spirit of God that resides within us that's going to nudge me and say. Check, check your planner. It's a little bit out of balance right now. Mm. Sometimes I just have to be told. I have to be reminded that I'm out of balance. And I think the Holy Spirit reminds me. Well, and really, in the industry that you are in, it is plagued with deadlines. And Not so I am sure that that really plays a role, especially, you know, we know people that are um, tax accountants. My goodness, this week, they're probably not <laughs> listening to the radio show. Well, I can only imagine. <laughs> but, no. you know, but they might catch up on a podcast later. But, but you know, this is their intense time where that side of the teeter-totter or that seesaw is, right. you know, li- tilting way towards work. 
but then there's got to be a time where they have the other focus or else it really does get out of whack. Younger generation really teaches work-life balance. The problem is they're more involved in the life balance part. They got mm-hmm. the seesaw on the other end. I'm not broad brushing this group. I'm just saying I'm observing they teach and demand balance, but they, they're not in balance. Well, they just I, want to make sure that they don't have to work too hard it, and the extra hours. It, it's, uh, you know, it's That's almost, reality. But some of that is work ethic passed on by mom and dad, and, and some of that yep. is the ridiculous fake news where, you know, it's yep. supposed to, you know we're, we're supposed to live in a socialist society. But Jesus, he was a capitalist. He wasn't a socialist. But he expected Jesus' followers to solve the problems that people want socialism to solve that was the supposed to be the role of the church to take care yeah. of social justice issues and so i mean oh boy i step back hang on to 80 breath Ooh, okay all right you can do it you can we're, we're talking with dr steve green from i know i i just step hang on i gotta step back off that that soapbox it was very dangerous it had, it had a vault on it all right we're talking with dr steve green today from charisma media group couple of places within Charisma Media Group we want to draw your attention to. Charisma Magazine, charismamag.com. We're giving away a copy of the spring issue today, 866-713-9675. But also want you to check out their podcast site, Charisma Podcast Network. Dr. Steve Green, just we got a lot of people that joined us after the bottom of the half hour. What's the Charisma Podcast Network or cpnshows.com? What's that all about? Before I do that, Jim, I want to add to your giveaway today. I will send you an extra book. We'll put it in the mail tomorrow. Excellent. You'll get it at your studio. What I'd like you to do is to give it away to a, a listener. I'll give you your own book. But would you give the second one away to a listener? Well, you already gave me a copy of the book, so that's very generous. You already signed yes. one. It was super nice. It was great. I got it right here in front of me. All okay, right. good. We're going to give away a copy of Dr. Green's book, Love Leads. If God is love and I have not love, how then shall I lead? That's what it says on the back. The spiritual connection between your relationships and productivity. 866-713-9675. 866-713-WORK. Get a copy of this book while it's hot. We've got a couple of copies to give away today because Dr. Green said he sent two. He just doesn't need to autograph the second. There's right. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so love is leading So here. the question <laughs> is about cpnshows.com. What our listeners need to engage that, you know, obviously I work for him, can't answer all the questions that they're asking. What will happen if they go to cpnshows.com? Well, they're going to find a podcast that they'll be interested in. We're very broad coverage of topics, very interesting. People will, they're going to get something for their phone to listen to that will bless them. They're going to hear the Word of God, not just someone reading Scripture, but a nice conversation like you're having right now. That's excellent. So they can find out lots of different um, options for their listening, and they can go to cpnshows.com. Is Is there an app for that? I mean, do you guys have a CPN Shows app? There's not a CPN Shows app, but it's on our Charisma News app. We have a Charisma News app that you can get today, download it free, okay. and you can access our podcast from there and all of our news stories. Excellent. So Charisma oh. News. Okay. All right. Now, what question? you got a minute and a half left. What question should I have asked you that I haven't asked you yet? <laughs> uh, why I wanted to be on your show. How oh, about that? Okay. Because we need to support Christian content. That all of us say we want this. We want shows like that we're going to find on the Hallmark Channel. We love them. It's, it's a good program to watch and to be encouraged by. But what I want to do is encourage you and Martha and make sure that people understand how important it is to support these shows, to listen, 
to talk about them, to tell people that you found a place where you get good news and good people trying to do kingdom work every day in every show. Hmm. I like that. That's a free plug. We're going to have to record that and put that on our website. It's fantastic. It's okay. such a good word, Jim, because I think a lot of us are looking for, you know, we say we want, but we um, we believe in collaboration. It is near and dear to our heart, and that is what we do every day, is lifting up what yeah. God's doing around the world so that people can be encouraged to look at their own lives and say, what is God asking me to do? Am I being obedient in all of the uh, abilities that God has given me? Today, fast-moving conversation, Dr. Steve Green, Charisma Media Group, charismamag.com, cpnshows.com. You want to check out, get a copy of the latest magazine. Dr. Green, is the magazine available digitally and in paper? It is available if you just go online to Charisma Leader, all the same stories are there. It won't look like a magazine, but the stories are there online. Okay. All right. Well, I love the smell of fresh ink, so I love to get a copy of the magazine. It is absolutely something I'm addicted to, which is why I love your book, because I could just fan through the page and go, oh, I love the smell of ink. But your book yeah. is so, it's so much more than the ink. Your book, Love Leads. When you released this book, who were you hoping would read this book? You know, I really have three audiences, and I, I was taught that I was wrong, that three audiences would read it. There's a lot of scripture in the book, so the marketplace folks that, that don't follow Jesus are not too impressed with the book. They're not going to want to read a book that's got a lot of scripture in it. So it ends up being something that I, I've been surprised by how many pastors and ministers and nonprofit agencies have used the book as training material for their what they do in their companies. And that's been the shock. And I also wanted it to be a book used in the home as a leadership manual for how to lead in a home in a much different way. You know, it's not a parenting book. It's a leadership book. Well, the good news is Dr. Randy Ross wrote a book very with a lot of similarities in it, and he wrote it under the playing glass instead of the stained glass version, but you guys both said almost the exact same thing, and you probably don't even know Dr. Randy Ross. And, and what's amazing is he he's out of Atlanta, but he wrote a book to leaders but he wrote it to the secular leaders who were never going to read a book full of scripture, but he filled it full right. of truth, which is where it's a script. I mean, it's all scripture based. So you guys teamed up to hit this subject together separately in uni in unanimity. It's it's amazing. How, how, it is amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Sounds like God was involved. Yes. It, yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, God so gets involved. Yes, he, that is an amazing thing. He just thing. might be. Maybe. So you said something interesting that it surprised you that nonprofits um, really picked up this book in the, in the church realm and in organizations to help them in leading their organization. And I'm guessing that it might be because of, you know, the title, Going In With Love, maybe is a little harder sell in the um, secular work environment, but yet mm -hmm. we truly believe that there's so much good and truth in there that we just, we want to encourage people outside of the, the nonprofit to really look at it because the fact that we can um, love our people in a way in leadership and um, get honestly, probably more out of them in productivity and in excellence and some of the things you talked about um, if they would just embrace the fact that love is defined differently than what our culture has kind of showed us. Don't you think that that's part of the problem with just the word love is that our culture has kind of, um, you know, taken that over in a, in a negative way? Yes, it has. And the word, when you say love to someone, in fact, 
someone interviewed me recently that said the controversial book Love Leads because he did not believe you could lead an organization with love. And you didn't yeah. think you wrote a controversial book. Show, he called it controversial. Wow. And I didn't know it was a controversy over it. That was just love. Well, mm-hmm. And there's you know? such a big misunderstanding about what love is. So what did you tell the guy? Well, I asked him how he treated people. I said, you know, we've got this model for treating people that is suddenly called the golden rule, treat people like you want to be treated. To me, that sounds selfish. So I'm going to treat you well so you treat me well. My model is, I believe Jesus taught that this way, if you look at his scripture and what he says, is treat everyone better than you expect to be treated. Treat everyone better at a higher level than you ever expect anyone to treat you. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, that's love leadership. I do things for my team that I don't expect them to do. Sure. I love that. Well, you know, and, and you and you open up the book, Making a Case for Love. Isn't it sad that in today's society that you have to make a case that love will actually work more effectively than beating people? You know, and, and that's why I think some leaders won't pick the book up, because they automatically think, they just have this thought, that that's soft. That leadership, a loving leader, is soft. There's nothing soft about the way I lead. I, I am soft on people. I treat people with great love. But I don't treat their work performance the same way. The work performance is evaluated. They're held accountable. But the person is loved. And that's a concept that some people need, you know, like a baseball bat to the head to get, to, to really understand that you can love people and still hold them accountable. Hmm. Yeah, the the pregnant pause there. I mean, I know it's radio. You're not supposed to do that, but it's so powerful. It's so powerful. I mean, it's we say we're Jesus followers. So when we say we're Jesus followers, it means we're supposed to do the things that Jesus did because we're following Mm -hmm. his example. And Mm -hmm. Jesus spoke truth into people. I mean, I love it. You know, he's calling out the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers of the law. And I was like, hey. Hey, that kind of hurt. What you just said, that offended us, teacher. And he goes, yeah, yes. <laughs> but but he still loved them. He loved them even in their ignorance. I mean, it, and, and he gives so many examples of uh, of love. Like I was just reading the story of Zacchaeus this morning. I mean, he's walking down the street, and he, Zacchaeus isn't calling out saying, hey, look at me, I'm up in a tree. No, Jesus sees him, loves him immediately, and Zacchaeus senses something. And he goes to his house, which is the ultimate expression of love when you let somebody else feed you. So anybody wants to feed us, you can go out to iWorkForHim.com, find out our address, and invite us over. We'll come for <laughs> Love that expression yeah. of love. But Zacchaeus's life is immediately transformed by the power of Jesus's love. They didn't even have a conversation about it yet. That's that compelling love. Every Jesus follower, this is my opinion, that every Jesus follower, their their lives should be so compelling, living out their faith wherever they are, and especially at work. People should be benefiting from Christians' faith regardless of whether they believe in Jesus or not. What do you think about that? Jim, I so agree with you. And I, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, it's Easter. We're close. And I'm thinking about Jesus on that cross and all the people that watched him die. I believe they walked away thinking that man loves us because he could have pulled himself down. They may not have intellectually got that yet. They may not have really figured it out, but they did under, there were those in that crowd that got it. Don't know how many, don't care. Some did. And then as they chose to follow him, they understood grace. They understood the 
the mercy attached to the cross, what Jesus was doing for them. So he modeled it. A servant leader models love in how they sacrifice. That's so good. And, you know, it just takes you a minute to really think through. Another um, tweetable tweet by Dr. Steve you, Green. He said there'd be sound bites, and he is right. So towards the end of your book, you say something that I want you to explain. You say, okay. love-driven leaders are excellent followers. Hmm. It'd be helpful if I could say it right, right? Love-driven leaders are excellent followers of the ultimate love-driven leader. Oh, my. Isn't that powerful? Mm -hmm. And you wrote it. Well, I didn't know that. (laughs) 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 That might not have been very humble in my No, but that's... So expand on that, though. If I don't follow Jesus, I have no business leading. I, I, I just feel that way. If I don't have enough wisdom to follow the one who died for me so that I might have gifts and talents and abilities and to be able to live a life that's prosperous, then what business do I, what hope do I have to give people? Something carnal? Do I, I work hard and you'll get this in two weeks? Or, you know, serve the Lord in your work, do what God's called you to do, use the gifts God has given you, and you're going to live a life above and beyond your beliefs. We're not worried about just what happens between baptism and burial. I, I want you to understand how to live while you're living for Christ. Not after, not about heaven, it's about now. And I believe when we do that, we're qualified to lead. First qualification, in my opinion, is follow Jesus. Simple enough to do. Just to- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we first start oh, wow. demonstrating at home, love your wife like Christ loved the church. Simple enough, guys. If you can get that yeah. accomplished, she'll have no problem submitting to your leadership. I mean, that's really, this is, what you're talking about doing is loving with the intensity that Jesus loved. And he loved us so much, he died for us. And, and so we die in the home. And we die at work. Die to self. That's all. Bury your ego. Sorry, Jim. No, it's great. No, why do you say? I mean, it's exactly the point, and it's transformational when there are leaders like that. Are their their organizations are transformed? Give an example. I mean, you've been doing a lot of magazine articles, podcasts. Give us an example, really quick, thirty seconds or less, of an organization where you met a leader like that. Uh, Dr. Mark Rutland. He leads Global Servants. He was the president of Oral Roberts University. He is a love leader. He's a servant leader. He, he modeled it. I only worked with him hand-to-hand five years. I saw it every single day. I never saw him deviate or leave it. Never saw a temper fit. Uh, he was intense, and he expected results, but he was a love leader. Wow. Make sure you check out, you got to get a copy of this book by Dr. Steve Green, Love Leads. Call the listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-9675. And make sure you check out online, charismamag.com, charismamag.com. Dr. Steve Green, thanks so much for blessing us with your presence today. This was a fun conversation. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Dr. Steve Green. Thank you, and I'm honored to be on your show, and I, I pray that people continue to listen to you and tell others what they heard today on your show. Wow, we appreciate it. CharismaMag.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.